Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. All right, Adam. All right, time for another episode of Straight Talk SolarCast. We're back again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been only a few days, <laughs> but I imagine that the world of solar is still full of interesting topics. So what's today? What do you got for us? Well, um, one really good topic uh, that I got on uh, Facebook from a listener was uh, he's actually uh, in the solar business and he's selling solar, not in California, mm -hmm. uh, but he thought that a good topic would be to discuss, you know, does it make sense to go into solar and, and really kind of sell solar? So I thought that that would be a really good topic uh, to discuss. Well, I would imagine the altruistic, you know, nature of the business, you're trying to save <laughs> the earth, right? So that would, I, my immediate thing would be yes. Correct. It is. Uh, it's it's a really good business because you can feel good about what you're selling. Right. You're not only you know helping the environment, but and not that anyone that we meet is interested <laughs> in that hey. part of it. But it's a nice benefit. That's okay. kind of you know a big reason why we do it. Uh, but you're also saving them you know tens of hundreds, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars over the life of the system, and that is a really good feeling because you know when people are so stressed out about money and what's going to happen and what's going on with uh, everything in the world. As long as the sun comes out <laughs> and college we... tuition, anybody, oh, oh my God, Lord. yeah, <laughs> college tuition. Ugh. Yeah. And I've, I think I've told this, if you take what you would have paid to the electric company, especially if you live in California, mm -hmm. uh, and then, but instead you did a zero down loan for solar, uh, and you took the tax credit and you applied it to the loan principal rather than, you know, going to Maui or something, you will have saved in general about $110,000 in money that you are writing in checks that are just floating to PG&E. So that's a huge incentive. I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand when people say, no, I just don't like the way it looks. I'm like, how about a Ferrari in your driveway? Would that help? I mean, what are you thinking? I yeah. don't know if a, if a Ferrari yeah. is under a hundred grand, but whatever. A used Ferrari. How's that? A used Ferrari for sure. Thank you. But uh, yeah, so let's <laughs> let's before we tangent around, uh, let's talk about you know does it make sense to get into the world of you know selling solar? And okay. um, so first, I will say that going solar is a huge investment. Probably right. one of the second or third. Yeah, I would say definitely top five investments when somebody has a home and. Mm -hmm. It, it's a lot of money, so it's it's really good to do your homework, uh, but it's also good to really have someone there that is a quote unquote expert in it and can walk you through so you're not surprised at the end or you're like, oh, I understood that it was supposed to operate this way and it doesn't. And so why is that? And what we hear all the time 
from people that did not go with us is, well, why didn't anyone tell me? You know, why didn't anyone tell me about a true up bill? This is the first time ever hearing it. I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, it's things like that. And so solar salespeople, they tend to be more educators and they ask, you know, they answer the same, you know, 15, 20 questions a thousand times. So they kind of get, you know, used to those kind of questions, you know, and being able to give intelligent answers. Mm -hmm. Um, You hope. You hope. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you get new people just like anything and, you know, they're still learning, but uh, in general, people that uh, go into the solar business, I would say on the whole, they are hoping to make a lot of money. Uh, and then they find out that this is really tough. And you might sell, you know, if you're really good, you know, and really good meaning that getting, you know, pretty much everyone has heard about solar. And now it's a question of, going with a company that they trust. And so you're really trying to build that relationship with the client. Mm-hmm. And so getting them in the door is, I'd say, 80, 90% of the battle. And when you when somebody goes to sell solar, a lot of times they just kind of go with the company that pays the highest commissions and not necessarily the best reputation. And, ah. and so uh, it's, it's really difficult to, you know, if you're trying to sell, you know, Hyundais and the car dealership just has a reputation for ripping everybody off and terrible service afterwards, it, it makes it really difficult on the salespeople to mm. sell. You know, you might get some people that are really, really good at sales. And, and uh, but generally, you know, you attract the salespeople for the companies that have the best reputation. So um, and because they treat their employees generally well as well and and the salespeople tend to stick around uh in the solar world uh with most of the other companies guess how long the uh the turn you know how long oh, someone no. stays <laughs> stays oh, no. with that one company uh, um, uh, wild guess uh five years eight months oh. eight months so by the time someone starts, you know, and it takes essentially six months basically to get barely trained in this. And then they're there for another two or three months. And then they're off to another company that's promising them uh, higher commissions or whatever it is. But I mean, it can take kind of like in the real estate business, you know, it can take a year to get the first actual sale. And if you have a family and everything, it, wow. it's, it can yeah. make it really stressful. And then what ends up happening is a lot of times the salespeople will say and do anything to get that sale. So meaning that, uh, you know, if they're only going to be there <laughs> for another couple months, they can say this system is the best one ever and it's the lowest price and you're going to see a huge amount of power and, oh, my God, this is going to be great. All your neighbors are going to. And, and then. You know, a year later, when you get a six thousand dollar true up bill, oh because the system, you know, you were expecting it to produce all this power, and and then you call the sales guy and you get the disconnected line. So, um, it's really, I would my my big thing is that it's really difficult to sell sale uh, sol, sell solar, and in California, it's really triple difficult uh, because there's a new law, and we talked about this in a in a previous podcast called AB five. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that one is? Yes, it's an independent. It's the Uber rule. Yes. So, yes. solar salespeople, and actually all salespeople now, if that's their main line of business. So, if it's a solar company and they sell solar, they are now they they fa- they fail <laughs> the first part of that AB five test, which is right. 
Is it the normal course of business of what they're, you know, what they're selling? So that means they are not legally supposed to be an independent contractor. And before, and in the real estate business, you know, everyone's an independent contractor. And what that means is they are not responsible for paying employer payroll tax. They have, they don't, not responsible, at least in the beginning, to pay their own social security uh, payroll tax and Medicare, not to mention their federal income tax and their state income tax. So in the solar business, January 1st, we were required to move all of our independent contractor salespeople that were paid Mm -hmm. commission only uh, to full employees, and that dropped their pay by 35%. Wow. And so that's that's pretty staggering when they you know they had projects in process from last year and they're expecting, you know, let's just say a four thousand dollar commission and now it's twenty seven hundred and they're like, what in the heck happened? And you know, they don't really get mad at the state. <laughs> they get mad <laughs> at the boss. And so, you know, we, we were able to work with a, a lot of our, our guys, but um, but basically, yeah, we were we we're kind of stuck that uh, now the employee has to, you know, we, now we have to recalculate what their commissions are. And that made it very demotivating for many, many, many solar salespeople. They ended up going to other companies that hadn't made that switch to the 1099. And they say, hey, how come, you know, every other solar company, they're paying everyone as independent contractor, but you guys, you jerks over there, solar harmonics, you're paying everyone as employee. And so, you know, uh, we, we follow the rules. That's, that's <laughs> the, the problem. You want to be in business next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and we don't want fines and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, um, but it's, it's, so that made it really tough. Uh, then the COVID hit and, mm. uh, you know, where you cannot go into someone's home to discuss solar. You can go outside with a mask and be socially distant, but it's really difficult to kind of, you know, show a presentation <laughs> from the driveway. Oh, no. um, so uh. a lot of companies, they got rid of their entire sales force. And uh, I've, I've been hearing from lots of people uh, that, you know, are displaced because they were working with uh, another company for, you know, 11 years, everything going great. And then COVID uh, kind of took them out. And so now they're like, well, what do I do? I say, yeah, you might want to get your own solar contractor license and start installing it on your own because we desperately need <clears throat> people on the install side. Ah. And now the entire sales side is pretty much gone. And it's, so in California, very, very difficult to sell solar. Other states, not as bad and not as much because they can still be independent contractors. They can still, uh, you know, enjoy, uh, the, the, you know, explain the savings. It's not as, mm-hmm. you know, it's not as high of savings because California right. has a really PG&E. high electricity right. rates. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and so, you know, it makes it, it it's easier and tougher uh, in other states. And uh, from what I understand, in Australia, it's really big. <laughs> And so, uh, virtually everyone, in, hey, 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 right. hey Australia, Uh-oh. good night, Mike. And uh, yeah, so, you know, we're constantly evaluating, constantly seeing what's happening, but it looks like this AB5 is here to stay. And, uh, you know, the state needs tax money and they're getting it from everywhere that they can. So that's, uh, that's hopefully I answered that question for the, for the person that, uh, that sent that question to us. It sounds like if you're looking for a career change that uh, you have to seriously consider doing so before getting into solar. Um, you can get into solar. Just do it with the intention of getting your own business going. So it's it's great mm-hmm. to learn about it, but you definitely want to get in on the installation side. 
uh, and then you can move into the sales side. Uh, but it, it's it's not an easy. <laughs> I would say it's not an easy career, uh, and the you know it's certainly not as financially lucrative as it was two or three years ago. And yeah. um, you know, so I would definitely do it with the intention that one day I will get my own contractor's license and then be able to sell and install solar uh, for you know my own business. Mm, okay, so I guess yeah, that that sounds. <laughs> Like some great advice. Like if yeah. you're just a salesperson, you know, time to go back to school too. Yeah. 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 Constantly yeah. be working on, you know, just how it is today does not mean that's how it's going to be going forward. But yeah, it makes sense. Yep. Good one. Good one, Jamie. All right. I, okay. I approve. Glad, <laughs> glad, glad you approve this one. All the other ones you fell asleep, but that's okay. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm awake now. I'm awake. All right. We're going to wrap today's episode up. So if you have a future question or any question, sorry for a future episode, please feel free to message us through our Facebook page. It's Straight Talk SolarCast. And as always, please, we would love a five-star review on Apple iTunes. And of course, if you have a friend considering going into the solar business, maybe, uh, you know, share this with them and, uh, you know, give them a little heads up. I'm sure they would appreciate it. Definitely. They would appreciate it. Totally. <clears throat> oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great week. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.